Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy hell, we're back, folks. We're here. It's been years. I'm gay. I'm all over the road. I'm covered in semen. How are you? I'm good. Should we be using megaphones? Cans. Oh, shit. Just in case, because we got new wire. We got white wires. Actually, I might have one on me. Look at that. Just happen to have a bunch of headphones. This is Delta right here. This feels racial, by the way. The blacks kept fucking up, so we bought some whites. Ah, and we're like, these are way better. Yeah, these <laughs> work. They don't. They, the blacks don't work. Yeah, those black cords were uh, lazy. <laughs> but it's weird. Where do you, I've never even seen a white cord. Yeah, the white cords don't get them wet. They smell like dog. Is that right? Is that something they say about us? Yeah, I think so. It's interesting because yesterday, um, my, my wife... Uh, Ooh, that does sound does nice. sound crisp? Well done, whitey. All right. Uh, is Shelby White? I still never got to the uh, bottom of that. I think he's uh, a troll. I don't know what he is. He's like a uh, chocolatey. He's he's milky. Olive skin. Olive. Which when I was a kid, I just knew about black olives. So I thought black people were olive skin. Because, hmm. you know, you hear olive skin, you see a green olive, you see a black olive. So you go, all right, I guess they're talking about black folk. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of that. When have you seen a beige olive? Never. Aha. Uh-huh. It's I- a strange thing. How about this? I don't know that I've ever put an olive in my mouth ever once. What? Yeah. Well, you know me. It's all chicken parm and cheeseburgers. Dick. And uh, three of those. How many dicks have been in your mouth? Uh, just mine. Oh, wow. I, I just licked it. That's all I could reach. Right. Just got the tongue on there. I haven't tried in a long time. And I've lost a little weight. I'm flexible. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. But it hurts my back to even try. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. I, I did it alone. It, it was raining out. It was bad. I think if you assisted me, if I think if I laid on the ground, went backwards, and someone pulled my ankles down to the ground, mm-hmm. and then someone else pushed my head up, it'd be a three-man job. Yeah. And then maybe a blue job. chew. Aha. Uh-huh. Give you an extra half an inch. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was, uh, did you jerk off with friends as a kid, like in the same room? No, I had one friend who tried it, and I was in fifth grade, and I was like, I don't think we're supposed to be doing that. All right. Yeah, well, he was really beating it, too. Oh, yeah. It was like a... Ooh. And I just remember thinking, this is crazy. Yeah. And he wanted to show, like, look at this. I'll show you what cum is. And even when we were like, no, no, we've jerked off. Like, I've seen cum. I know cum. And he was like, no, no, I've, I've, you got to see it. And I was like, listen, I've had my dad's all over my forehead. Sure. I don't need you to do it. I'm a pro. And to his credit, he couldn't get off. He was ah. like, never mind. So maybe that means he's not gay. But Yeah, maybe. I think he was secure. I do remember seeing his cock and thinking that's not what mine looks like. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, my friends look different than mine, too. It was way whiter. Whiter. It's dark. Dude, mine is mine's all of it. I look like a, I got a little Shelby down there. Yeah. The lips and everything. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's got a little parted hair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my friend jizzed, and I dared him to taste it, and he did, and we haven't talked since. Wow. Yeah, he was he was pissed. Did he make like a face? Nah, no, nah, he just went. 
I just fingered a tongue. I was like, God, I hate you. I think we've talked about this before. I always want to taste jizz. I'm interested in the taste. Yeah, I can tell you how it tastes. I'd like to, I'd like to, well, I'd like to experience it. I mean, you can tell me what the Eiffel Tower looks like, but I still want to fuck a girl with my buddy and high five. Right, right, right. They're both beautiful. Um, But... As soon as I come, I have no desire to taste anymore. No, no, no. When you're jerking off, I'm like, yeah, I'd let fucking Chris D come in my mouth, you know? Sure. I don't know why I picked him. I was with him last night, and we were talking about this thing. He's got a good load, I bet. Nice load, I'm sure. I got a plethora of dick pics from the guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sent me one yesterday. Odd relationship. It's a little strange. Sarah and I were talking about it. We talk about fucking each other almost exclusively even when there's no audience it's just uh, one-on-one we're talking about blowing each other that's fun to the point where i think if i made a move i could hook up with him probably and he's and, hot and you could do a lot worse that's what i was gonna say it could be fucking shelby or ari but d is a, is a hit yeah i cannot think of a more off-putting person to hook up with than ari oh. and yet his girlfriend is beautiful is she beautiful smart funny well there you go but if she died that wouldn't be a great eulogy from the uh, the A-man. No, that's not his expertise. No, 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 no. Saw him last night. He looks okay. Other right. than his ugly face, obviously. Yeah, he's a hideous ghoul of a heave, but he's uh, he's taking this in stride. I've been texting with him, and he's like, eh. he said the only thing that hurts him is the fact that a lot of comics turned on him who he put on TV. And I was like, that's fair. Interesting. Well. He feels a little uh, betrayed. Did they turn on him or did they criticize him? If they're saying, hey, I'm not talking to you anymore, you scumbag. Yeah, like there's a lot of that. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Or like you're a piece of garbage, you know, you you suck, I hate you. And he's like, you hate me. I made a joke that you didn't agree with. Right. Well, I saw Ali Sadiq was critical. But uh-huh. hey, friends can be f- critical of friends. Yeah, critique. But if people are just dropping him as a friend, that's psychotic. Yeah, oh, that's happening big time. Oh, wow, that's too bad. He gets dropped quite a bit. He's like a baby with a drunk dad. Mm. But uh, he's handling it well. Yeah, he seems to. But I always worry about him. I mean, I don't want to get too personal here. I always worry that he does that because that's his persona. Of uh, like, eh, what can you do? Sure. I'm the don't worry about things. I take mushrooms in Joshua Tree, fucking whatever guy. Uh, go to China, use a flip phone. Yeah, I'm like, you're not... Bloody completely asshole. devastated by the fact that you're being threatened. He's like, I have no fear of uh, physical threat. And I'm like, I have it. And I'm not even, right. I didn't even do anything. Yeah, I'm yeah. afraid everyone's going to beat me up. No, but I, those death threat guys are full of garbage. Uh, I remember when Dina Hashem was getting death threats. I defended her and then I got death threats. And I was like, ah, we're fine. It's some guy in Atlanta with a cornrow. But here's the thing with the threats. It just takes one. There's 50,000 people going, ah, and every one of his responses is, you ain't going to do shit, fuck you. But all it takes is one person. They don't all have to do anything. Most of them won't. It just takes one guy to be like, all right, I'm going to hit that guy with a fucking baseball bat when I see his nine-foot head walking by. All right, one Lee Harvey. Look at him. Oswald? Yeah, didn't he kill him? Yeah, he shot uh, President Kenny in the face as though they would have you believe. Ooh. Or whatever. As so, I don't know. I fucked that up. What is that? What, what the, who's Jack Ruby? Jack Ruby shot Oswald, played, oh. played by Brian Doyle Murray in the movie. Hey, Oswald! Uh huh. Nice to see him last night on the Super Bowl commercial. Oswald? No, he's dead. Ah. Uh. BDM. Oh, he's around. He's around. He's alive. They did a Groundhog's Day commercial. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was a big thing. Yeah, that Brian Doyle. He uh, he's just been eking by. He's on Seinfeld. He's in Caddyshack. He's in uh, Groundhog Day. He just kind of stays afloat. 
It's a fine product. <laughs> yeah, you who? He's floating. But anyways, yeah, Ari's all right. We saw him last night. Big Super Bowl party last night at old Sal Volcano's house. Ooh-wee. That was something. We really missed you. Ah, it killed me. I flew in too late. I'm gay. It was uh, from coast to coast. You know, that coast to coast, you lose three hours. Yeah, that's tough. Brutal, but I had a great time. We got a lot to, to dive into there, Yeah, Patty. dive in. Give me some business. I haven't seen you since 85. Well, first things first, I go down to Big Nola Gay for the, uh, for the 50th anniversary of my parents' banging and uh you know this is not a this isn't a a comedy special or a graduation this is just my parents are gonna be dead soon i'm gonna go see them fuck it we have some money i'm gonna put some money together go get an airplane flight and fly down there sure by the way i thought we were gonna be at the same time Bummed I out. know, I know. I, I had big plans a week apart as did i oh jeez so and you're doing the same was it the mahalia what what'd you do with the, the, the orpheum Oh, the Orpheum. Orpheum, right across from the hotel. Best oh. commute ever, just right across the street. That's a, what is that, on Canal? Where is that? Nah, it's on my ass. It's off right. off a of Canal. There's okay. Canal, and then there's two streets that the Roosevelt is on, then it's across from there. Oh, I know it. All By right. the way, Canal Street in New Orleans, worst street in the country, if you ask me. It's terrifying. Well, it used to be worse than Bourbon. Uh, I mean, bourbon's worth. They're different kinds of bads, but man, we can get into this in a little bit, but I got to go to New Orleans with you or somebody, stat, because I go there and I'm like, this place is garbage. Well, first of all, it's way more dangerous than New York. It is. Oh, my God. Stomped, raped, and queefed on in in that street. Well, here's how I know it's fucked up, because on stage, both nights... I open by going, hey, this city's great. At least that's what we're supposed to say, I guess. But, man, I think it's fucking sucks. And the crowd was like, ah. Oh, and really? I was like, I feel like I'm in danger in my room. I come back to my room, I'm afraid of getting stabbed. Ah. Uh-huh. And then I just kind of shit on the city. And I like the city. I like that it has its own culture. I like the music. It feels stank. like a foreign country. And, again, I'm ignorant. I haven't been to the garden, whatever, or whatever, the whatever. District. The whole business, I got to go with someone that knows the ins, the outs, or whatever. But... Bourbon Street and Canal Street are dog shit. Well, they're terrifying. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of ghetto wackos and hobos and uh, syringes. They'll kill you, fatty. I mean, I went to Starbucks to get a tea, 7 p.m., and maybe this is going to sound bad or I'm going to sound like an asshole, but there's 11 black teenagers. Yep. They're not hanging out. They're not in a circle telling stories. They're standing in a row against the wall, yeah. just watching you as you pass. Very unnerving. Oh, yeah. Even if they were white, whatever, or yeah, whatever. Anybody staring at you but at a teenage level. Again, if they're in a circle, they're, they're hanging out on the street. They're playing games. Sure. They're laughing. I mean, they're standing like That's they're going to. goose. It's a roast. Right. And I'm like, hi, hiya, fellas. It's like the big gulps. Yes, well, see yes. You later. And, and they nail you. They go, nice glasses. Uh, where'd you get those teeth? What, what do you call it? A forehead? They, they get you. Those are all hurtful coming from you, but well, I'm walking out. I've, I've got a green tea. I'm just trembling like, good night, fellas. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that was my whole childhood. And then there's bricks missing in every sidewalk. Yeah, it's all yeah. uneven. People there's, take the bricks. You got the crazy street people, and then you have the frat Fucking yes. drunk people. Yeah, the white that, boys. Yeah, I want to. I want to be inclusive here. You got four white guys with Iowa Hawkeyes shirts uh-huh. that are nine foot seven, three hundred and seventy-five yeah. pounds. Polo shirt with short shorts and a woven belt. And they all got the fucking dumb hurricane, the big plastic yes. thing. Yes, they come in from all the upstate of, of Louisiana or Mississippi or Ole Miss and all that bullshit. Man, it is. It's tough sledding, and then there's just puke everywhere oh yeah and then we haven't even gotten into like the junkies those are right. like the hanging out 
teenagers, then the frat guys, then there's like people on wheelchairs buzzing oh, around yeah. and chasing you. And, and uh, they're all hammered. Every one of these people is hammered. You got the nine-year-old black kid with the tap dance toes on his feet. And then you got the silver guy who's not moving for some reason. Yes. And then you got the fat white trash lady with one tooth who's bumping in everybody and going, ah, get out of my way. Ah, I do what I want. And the silver guy sucks, by the way. We kept laughing. I was with Greg Hahn. He kept calling him talent-free. He's like, these uh, talent-free uh, performers. He's wearing like a baggy t-shirt and he's barely moves. He's like yeah. supposed to do a mime act, but it sucks. And we were just talking about it. You just get a can of paint. You can go out there and make a few bucks. Hey, you're literally doing nothing. Yeah. You're not even moving. It's it's easy. But, man, it's uh, it's tough sledding around there. I'm also old and sober. Right. And it's you're not all, for me. You're also in the wild district. I, I could take you out to see these beautiful homes and the streetcar and the river and the Cooter Browns and I get, you know, get a po' boy and we could really do it up. Yeah, I'd like to do it up. And by the way, like again, like the other side of Bourbon, if you keep walking and when it gets quiet mm-hmm. and like Frenchmen I like over there. Beautiful. That's nice. And like with the quiet Bourbon Street with the old houses and stuff, they had an open house. Han and I went and looked at some condo. That was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And some of the people are friendly, but boy. It was tough. Yeah, the locals rarely. <coughs> excuse me, a little saving. Reflux. They rarely uh, stray over in those ways. Um, anywho, we've got way off topic. I'll get more into that later. Yeah, but a magical see, city. You went down to uh, New yeah. Orleans to see the folks. Go down to see the folks. So they're having the big, uh, big to do for the big five zero. And you know, of course, my mom's got a pinch of penny. She's like, "We're doing it at the museum. I run. That'll be the party place." Hmm. Then she won't cater, so she does the whole thing herself. She cooks all the hors d'oeuvres, a million deviled eggs, is a zillion pots of gumbo and cake and cookies and all this shit. So. I land, I go right there, I'm just helping. I don't know if your mom does one of these, like, all right, you, you got to chip in. Like, you're here, you're going to help. My mother's the opposite. She's ah, a control freak. She's like, okay. don't even try to help, you'll fuck everything up. Go sit in the other room. I see. Well, first off, let me just get down to brass anal. I took Spirit, because I forgot to book a flight, so I had to book one last minute. So I got, ah, how bad could Spirit be? Holy shit, my asshole is still bleeding from these people. I got no sympathy. I can't say it enough. I don't know why you're not taking Delta every time. Uh, I'll listen to the story, but you're not getting any sympathy from me. All right, no simp. No coming. I get it, but boy, they'll they'll break a Spirit. I mean, you get there, they go, that's going to be $800 for the bag. You're wearing two shoes. That's an extra fee. You got a nostril, an earlobe. They just kick you up the ass. The, The Sprite's aren't free it's all brutal the 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 chairs are made out of wicker the window was fogged up i couldn't even see out my own window it stunk ah everybody on there is a piece of garbage it bolt bus is better julie mccullough has that great joke he's like i was on a spirit airline flight and a guy was walking up the aisle going ladies and gentlemen i've fallen on hard times (laughs) that's a good one yeah it's it's brutal so then i get to the the party and, you know, you see everybody, you, your parents know, you know, they're like, you've gotten so old. Ah. Then your brother, my brother shows up, his kids are there, they're seven, so they're chasing me around. His daughter is violent. What's up with those violent kids where, like, she's hurting me. She's, like, clawing me. Uh, and I'm like, ah. And she's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. You know, nice kid, but cool it with the violence, whore. It's a phase, I think. I think it's a phase. <laughs> Um, you ever have them grab your ball and kind of twist it yes. while they're blowing you? And one of her favorite things is just go up to me and go, and like stomp on my foot with right. her heel. My toes are bleeding over here. Well, because they want to feel power, yes. I think. They have no power, so they're like, oh, I'll go bust this guy's asshole. And I can't, it's not like I can go, hey, come here, you knucklehead, and give him a taste of the back of my hand. But uh, that's what you want to do. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, you just take it. You go, oh, I'm six feet taller than you. Fuck it, whatever. 
Uh, you're a kid. And then you start meeting the oldies. You know, my dad's in his mid-sev. So, is that right? Yeah. So Jeez. all his friends are old. And he's like, this is Sandy. She has dementia now. And you're like, hey. And she's like, park my car, Negro. And I'm like, wait, no. I, we, we know each other. And like, then you meet her. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're Rick's son. And then like two minutes later, she's like, who are you? Oh, and you're like, oh, this is so sad. Nice lady. And uh, hey, Sandy. Yeah, but boy, the the oldness it, it it wears on you. Like I gotta get out of here. You know, all it is is old people, and then children, and nothing in the middle. Well, See, you're in the middle. Uh, that's me. I'm I'm, I'm the Malcolm in the mid. I got nothing. Sure. So you gotta get out of there. So you, you end up hitting the sauce pretty hard. But then you get back home. You finished all the party. You feel good. And I did the Lafayette show the next day. I love that show. Jason Leonard, what a good egg. Same initials. Yes, JL, you drive out there, a nice two-and-a-half-hour drive, and uh, we sold it out, which is so nice because it's a hometown bullshit. That's the first place I ever did comedy, and we sold some posters, and then he's like, let's go to the diner after. We go to the diner after, the same one you went to. Great diner. Hell of a diner. And you realize, because, you know, as a New Orleanian, we used to shit on Lafayette and shit on Baton Rouge and shit on Monroe and all these little fake towns outside of the real city but it's a nice little place yeah well again i'm getting old so to me i go to like omaha i'm like this is great yeah they got a chipotle over here i got a nice la fitness right no no junkie no one stabbing me it's nice yeah so we go to that diner and i had a chicken fried steak and i really wanted to kill myself uh this kid hands me a, a bunch of valium it was great and then uh the next day i wake up and kobe's dead ah kobe and this one was a weird one because I'm, I'm hanging out with my brother's kids. She's doing a play. She wrote a play. She's seven. Wow. He won't She's let, like Max Fisher. Yeah. She won't, he won't let his kids watch TV. That's no TV in the home. That's great. And no iPhone, no iPad. Everybody hands their kid an iPad. That's parenting now. He's like, I'm not doing it. And it is annoying because every now and then you, want, you go, I need a break. Sure. Give these kids some heroin or something. Knock them out. But you just stick it through. And she wrote a play. And she's on her bunk bed. And, you know, she's got curtains made. You know, the, the sheets are hanging over as a curtain. And she's got all her stuffed animals. That's the cast. Beef curtains? Yeah. And you just go with it. And I look back. My mom, my dad, my brother, his wife, we're all sitting on the floor going, oh, look at that. You know, we're really giving it to this kid. Like, congrats. Well done. Is she the only one in the play? She's the play. And she's got the little stuffed bear going, this is uh, Artemis. And that's Hermes. And that's Herpes. And that's tremendous. It's beautiful. And then I'm, I, I sneak a phone look because I'm a piece of shit. And I see Kobe died. And seeing her there, she doesn't know who Kobe is. She doesn't know anything about death. Doesn't know what a phone is. And I, I just, I lose it. What do you mean you lose it? Come on. Well, I fucking, I couldn't handle it. I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, I got all teary-eyed because it was too much. It was too much sadness plus how beautiful this play was. Oh, wow. It was, I was swirling, baby. I was like the helicopter that hit the mountain. Wow. It was crazy. And then, then you're with your family. You look at your dad. My dad's shit in his pants. He's about to croak, you know, so like. It was, it was. It's too much. It's a lot. It's a lot. The love and the death and the sadness. And then you got the kid generation who's growing up. The baby. They have a new baby. Then you got my mom. Then you got me. Then you got my dad who's about to. So you, the circle of life is there. And then think about my childhood. And then Kobe's raping people. Uh, you're all over the road. How was the play? Nice play? Horrible play. I gave it a thumbs down and I told her to quit the business. I can't imagine. It was great. All I can think of his real tenon bombs. He's like. It's terrible. There's no character development. No, no. Bunch of kids in pajamas. Yeah, it had no ending. It didn't come together. It was really bad. I hope she uh, quits quits that uh, 
that racket. But she'll grow. What's she, seven? Eh, maybe, but there was no potential. I mean, there was no Paul Thomas Anderson or anything. It was bad news. I give her six more months. She'll be fine. Uh, it wasn't a Hamilton. That's sweet. Ryan Hamilton? Yeah. Uh, that's really neat, though. That, that, I think that's like directly from the no TV. Completely. Makes you nice and creative. You have to be creative. And we've we it's in us. Like, I'll, I'll sit with her, and she's just going, man, and this and that. She has all these stories. She's so creative. She does all these puzzles all day. Because when you don't have TV, you have to fill the time. Right. But and then how, how does she consume art, though? Like, where is she getting her art? Because that's important. Books. Books, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> she reads. I got her a stack of books for Christmas. I got her like Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan. And to her, she's like, wow, Peter Pan. And she's flipping through the pages, and there's a photo in it. She's like, oh, my God. And, and whereas I go, oh, this is so boring. Put on some porn. Right. Because our rods and cones are all screwed up. Sure. We've been eating chocolate all day. She eats one uh, piece of rice, and she's like, ah, jizzing at the helm. Yeah, I read. I get three pages in. I'm like, I got a good bite on it, and yeah. then I go watch six YouTube videos. <laughs> exactly. It's bad. It's bad, but it, it's it's how we're, we're wired. You know, we, This is what we have, so why not watch the good shit? I mean, I'm sure back when books came out, some guy said, hey, you're missing on the sunset, and they go, ah, blow me. I got a book. Interesting. I wonder though if she's gonna have like if when she finally gets free range, ah. she'll like catch up. It'll have an adverse effect. Oh, you got a point. Well, when here. she goes to college, all of a sudden, you know, instead of getting raped in the dorm, she's watching Full House. Well, here's the clinker: is that my parents let her watch TV, so she goes to mm. my parents' house. She's like SpongeBob, ah, and she's like licking the screen because it's it's like heroin, you know? Right, right. And so she has a glimpse. So she's not one of these retard uh, like homeschool skanks where they're like they don't. Know, like Amish, right? You know, so she has some kind of grasp, and she goes back, and all the kids are like SpongeBob, and she she she's aware of it. Yeah, that part's nice. It's hard, and I they they got a grip on me this phone. Oh, completely. It's brutal, and I keep doing the thing I used to do when I was drinking. Where I was like, well, I did yoga, and I went to a meeting, and I meditated, right. so I wasn't looking at my phone during those periods. Right. But that's not actually defeating the addiction. I remember saying that. I was talking to my friend when I went to Iraq. I was like, I didn't drink for 10 days while I was in Iraq. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, but there's no alcohol there. Right. That's you, not an accomplishment. You couldn't drink. Right. So not looking at your phone when the phone is there, that's actual yes, growth. Yes, yes. But I do it. I'm watching a hockey game. As soon as there's a whistle, I'm on the phone. Ah, I'm the same way. And I'm, then I put the phone down. I'm like, oh, the game's back on. Every whistle. Oh, let me check to see everything. I know, I know. It's, it's horrific. It's horrendous. Addictive. It makes me want to shoot myself right in the face. I'm embarrassed by it. I can't even look at my screen time for the week because it, it's too depressing. Uh, it's literally depressing, but... Uh, but I don't know what to do. But then you start going, well, it's my job. I have to tweet. I have to have uh, you know, dates up on my website. Got to check my website. How's, how's my YouTube numbers doing? Let me check YouTube. And now you're on a YouTube spiral. Yeah, that's part of it. And then I read the comments, and then I'm just like, yeah, I hope you die, you yeah. fucking filthy cunt. Fuck I know. You. I know. Um, but I, I was in an elevator today, and the elevator door closed, and I went right to the phone. Because oh, there's nothing to do. Yeah. And then you start thinking, am I having less thoughts than I used to, because when I was a kid, my brain would just go and go, and yeah. I would have all this imagination, and I don't know if I have that. Well, and you don't complete the cycle of your thoughts. Because uh-huh. as soon as I have anything negative, I look at the phone. Right. I'm like, boy, I wonder if my dad will call. Yeah, let me look at Instagram. Yes, yeah, And it's same. like, I should let the thought play out, yes. and then you get more bits that way. Yes. The whole thing. That's what I'm worried about. Am I having less thoughtful jokes? And I'm 100% sure if I'm one of these people that gets the benefit of a deathbed and I don't take a you know plane ride or whatever it is, get shot in the face, if I'm going to be sitting on a deathbed, I know I'm going to be like, 
six hours a day I look uh, at my phone? Like, I'm aware that the phone is going to be my biggest regret. I know, and you still do it. I was looking at YouTube comments. I'm like, what am I doing? I know. And then, with the comments in the business, you read there's 58 comments that are like, hey, this guy's the greatest. He's the funniest. And I'm like, skip, skip, skip. And then there's one guy be yep, like, he's yep. a fucking moron. I'm like, look at this. I know. Look at this guy. Yeah. Screenshot, send it to my aunt, tell her to eat her own pussy. Right. I'm like, this guy sucks. He doesn't know what he's doing. Well, thank God for pods. It's the only time we're not looking. I know. I go airplane mode. Good for you. But even then, it's still, I'm like, the problem is, again, it's not treating the problem. Because as soon as I get off I airplane mode, I'm like, same, we don't same. even talk for 40 straight minutes. Same. And flights are a big one. Sometimes I'll be on a flight and I'm like, ooh, Wi-Fi is only $12? Hey, I'm going to be on this flight for five hours. Yep. That's not a bad deal. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What am I doing? And I, I, who, if I buy that twelve dollars, I won't be able to live with myself. So I never do it. But I trust me, I want to. But and also, here's where I know I'm just addicted to the phone in general. On a long flight, airplane mode, I'll start looking at photos. I do the same just thing. Just so I can hold and oh, look at my phone. We're weak. I'm like, what app will work? Yes. Just because I want to look at the thing. I'm like a the fucking, oh, God, we're fucking losers. Uh, I'll, I'll do the, uh, the the steps. I'll check my steps because that's still I'm all about the Wi-Fi. steps. Oh, yeah. I got to get the steps. And then I'll start going stat steps. I'm yes, like, what kind of miles? Yes, the mountains, yeah. the incline. Fuck me we got a break. Ass. I have fantasies of just jumping up and down on it and shattering it I and just freeing myself. I don't have it. Because it won't free. You just go straight to Apple and go, <laughs> I got to check my gram. Well, there was one night when I was in Denver where my phone just shit the bed and I had no phone. It felt liberated. Look what I bought here. Uh-oh. This is a little pocket dildo. I got one of these, an old school voice recorder. Oh. Just so I can record... Not, well, it's not even for anything, actually. It's because my voice recorder stopped working, but you'd use all the data. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'll just put it on this son of a bitch, and then check this out. It's got a little fucking... You just stick it right in your what? asshole and upload it. So I got an Look old school that. voice recorder. I'm thinking about getting a watch and other shit so I can just stop looking at my a phone watch. so much. Good idea. Just many things that make you... Because I'm like, well, I have to know what time it is. I got to look at the time. Right. But last night, I'm pretty good at getting home and being like, I got to put my phone in the other room when I get home. Mm-hmm. But then I had two outgoing texts that I'm like, well, I don't want to miss those. You got to check. So I'm like, let me put it over here. And then once it's yes. over there, you got to go get it. There's little things you can do like uh, I don't get my ticket printed or I get my ticket printed at the airport. I don't use the phone. Yeah. Because I'd rather have it, hold it. Otherwise, you got to open it up, slide to Delta, open the Delta, turn the brightness up. It's too much. It's I'm hard, Now I'm holding my phone even more. Right. But yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's also this amazing tool with GPS, text, email, Instagram. I, I can read a book. I can listen to an app, a podcast. It, it's got some features, Of baby. course. Well, it's like everything got benefits and negatives. Right. You have a wife. It gives you someone's face to come on. But sure. then you got to listen to them talk. Right. Yeah, oh, you know? your cat. We got it. So, <laughs> you know, it's a yeah. sliding scale, as they say. Yeah, and, and the best things are, I got a moped out there, but I, I'm bringing it to the shop tomorrow, and people go, well, that sucks. I got a random, like, yeah, but I get to ride it down Broadway, so it's up and anal. Right. Everything's yin and yang and up and down, strikes and gutters, black was white, whatever. Andrew Yang. Hey, hey folks, got to tell you about native deodorant. I love this stuff. I've tried a million deodorants in my day. None of them really caught on, but this is just perfect. It feels healthy. It feels light. It feels natural. This is good stuff. Are you looking for a natural deodorant? Well, I know that change can be tough. You get stuck on a deodorant. You get used to it. I get it. But if you want to try something that works, 
and it won't make you stink, even if it is all natural, which is impressive. I got a new sponsor to tell you about Native Deodorant, baby. Creates safe, simple, effective products, and Native has over 8,000 five-star reviews, so you know it works, baby. I use it, the lady uses it, the fatty uses it. We're all over Native. It doesn't contain aluminum, parabens, or talc. You gotta hate talc. Shea butter to moisturize tapioca starch to absorb wetness, coconut oil. It's got it all. I'm a big fan. Less is more with Native. They got fewer, simpler ingredients that you actually have heard of. So get on it, folks. Order yours now and see how it compares to your regular deodorant. There's no risk to try. Native has free shipping and free returns in the USA. Sorry, Canucks. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use code TUESDAYS during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com and use code TUESDAYS during checkout. Tuesdays, plural, during checkout, nativedeodorant.com. Take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Woo-wee! What's shaking, everybody? It's Tuesday, and we got to talk about Away Travel. We are sponsored by Away. You know we love Away. I was a duffel douche. I had the thing over my shoulder like a continental soldier. But now... I'm hooked on the Away. I love it. It's lightweight. It's durable. It's got the battery charger. This thing can charge five iPhones. That's a lot of phones, folks. Uh, it's got the the uh, laundry pouch. It's got a nice little divider that I can put all my uh, toiletries in. This thing is the way to go. I don't know why you're not using it. It fits right up in that overhead you can get the carry-on size the big size the little mini size it's got the beautiful wheels that spin 360 degree Woo boy away i am a real fan folks so uh, whoever you are and whatever you need to pack away has the luggage to make your trip seamless all the suitcases are designed to last a last a lifetime you got that right i believe it i throw that thing around like a like a chris brown these bags can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. And for you overpackers, they added a built-in compression pad to help squeeze all your bulky clothes in. Get on it, folks. The laundry bag, they perfected everything. The rollers are killer. It's all lunch. They've got backpacks, too, and other carry-ons that fit perfectly on top of your roller bag. Whatever you need. Uh, the newest line of soft side suitcases are made with a durable water-resistant nylon exterior that can expand so you have the flexibility to pack even more. They offer a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it, replace it for you for life. And they'll give you a 100-day trial. Wow, if the bag isn't for you, just return it for a full reef. Silent refund, folks, plus free shipping on any order within the lower 48 states, Europe, Canada, and Australia. Look at that. Start your risk-free 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup, including all their best sellers at awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays20. That's awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays20. That's Tuesdays and the number 20 at the end. And get away! Um, All right, so yeah, that was great. And then uh, got the Kobe thing got sad. And then how weird is that that I go... All right, well, the king of L.A. died. Let's go to L.A. You're off to L.A. I went to L.A. that day. Wow. And I landed in L.A., and it was eerie, baby. Yeah. I mean, you could feel it in the air. I I was staying downtown, so this kid 
fan, Tuesday, shout out, not going to say his name because he told me not to. He's like, hey, I see you're coming to L.A. I work at this place, a hotel. I can give you a free weekend. I said, I, I count me in. Jesus, I'm wow. in, baby. You know me. And it's called, I'm not going to give out the name of it, but it's downtown, and it's like a stonecutter, Freemason, old white guy club. Interesting. It's uh, no jeans in the lobby. Wow. I'm talking. That doesn't sound like a stonemason. Well, it's it's a you gotta wear a bow tie. Oh it's, wow! It's like upscale. And oh, it's, you know, leather couches, fireplace, leather bound books, wood, oak, everything. Wait, what's a stonemason? I you was know, thinking like, a guy with a hard hat and jeans, no, like a tool belt. Oh no, maybe I'm a stone cutters club. You know, oh, like the what old. What the hell's that? You know, like those guys who get together, like those white guys who they're. You know they're like Greek or whatever, and they're they're old, and they go to those basement rooms, and they go, ah, the Jews are ruining everything or oh, whatever. Okay. Like Hail Caesar? Yeah, I never saw it. Oh, that's a terrific film. Is it? I loved it. I heard a bad thing. People hate it. I loved it. All Anyways, right. I when you said that, I thought it was like local IBEW, and it was a bunch of guys no, being like, yeah, no, we gotta no. get rid of the motherfucker. No, 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 not not, not blue collar at all. Very white I collar. See, I very see. upscale. Okay, I'm glad we rectified yes, this. Yes. I, I had, I painted a new picture. What is Freemason? That's it's you know like I don't know. Reagan was a Freemason or whatever. It's like that. It's yeah, like, I'm not sure. It's like Illuminati kind of shit with just older dudes who all went to fraternity together. But I think Mason. I thought brick, like a bricklayer right, is a Mason. Right. So that I don't makes, know what's what. That was on me. It's stonecutter. I, I don't know. No, I think it's that might have been. You might be right, and I'm an idiot. Ah, well, I'm glad in. I got the right painting now. Good painting. I'm looking at the right painting. Continue. Yeah, so uh, I show up there, and it's late, and I you, you park your car in a lot, and the guy comes in, and he parks your car for it, and you go, here's some money. They go, we, we can't accept tips, sir. Ho, ho, ho. It's like that high end. Wow. It's, you, know, you reach a level of richness where you can't tip. Isn't that weird? That like is Some weird. place you go to that's so expensive, they don't take tips because it's so expensive, and you're like, well, you guys should get tipped because I'm rich. Now, right. according to my location. Right. I don't know. Whatever. So I go in and I'm wearing jeans and the lady's like, I'll check you in, but you cannot wear, you have to leave the lobby immediately. You look like hell. I was wearing jeans and a t-shirt and sneakers. And oh, I was boy. like, oh shit, sorry. So every day I came home at night, I'd be shit-faced in the car putting some slacks on because I had to walk to the lobby to get to my room. This doesn't sound like the right hotel for you. Not at all, but it was free and it was a cool experience. But yeah, I walked around that night, got some Chipotle. Then I went to... Downtown is booming in LA. I mean, sure, it's terrifying and junky filled. Looks like The Walking Dead down there. Mm -hmm. But as shit's popping up, so I went to Alamo Draft. There's an Alamo Draft in L.A.? Downtown. No kidding. Kill. Have you been there? No, obviously not. I've never not, even heard of it. But. but other ones? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. The, the, the movie theater with the beer and everything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I had a meal in there, and I watched Uncut Gems because it was so late. That was the only thing playing. I, I enjoyed it. it. I liked it, too. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, Sandler killed it. Yeah, he was good. Garnett was good. Yeah. A little frustrating at times. A little annoying. Well, it was a it was a real heart pounder, you know. You're you're your your, uh, your skirt. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it too. So uh, I, I can get it in L.A., but I want to let's flip it over. I don't want to take the whole thing. All right, I'll flip over and stick some things in my ass here. I got uh, oh, how about this? I did a fat black. This is funny. I got a couple of little quips, and I got a New Orleans humdinger. Give me a quip and a hum. Uh, so I got the. Show at the Fat... We did our apartment show, Cantor and I. A lot of yeah. Tuesdays came out. I think we got the hottest show in town, to be quite frank. Hottest pod? 
Well, we have the hottest pod. There's no question about that. Oh, I'm yeah. saying Canner and I's show oh, at the apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a hot one. It's a great show. So we kind of slapped it together, and uh, we got about 85 people Jeez. there. There was some fitness model woman there. Ooh. Yeah, she left a hat, but she's like this beautiful woman. We were all commenting on how beautiful she was. Uh-huh. Then she messages on Instagram, slipped into my DMs. Oh. Was like, I left a hat behind. Might have been a Costanza leave behind. Who yes, knows? Yes, Costanza. But I went, uh, oh, yeah. And I was like, which lady was this? And I look it up, and she's like a an influencer what? or something. I'll show me later. Yeah, I'll show you later. But boy, quite a thing. But it was at Canner's house. So I said, email Jason. So who knows what's going oh, on up there? Oh, hey, a little workout, maybe a little elliptical. I don't want to make any implications. I'm just saying what I'm, what I'm trying to. Uh, she listens. I can't imagine. No, something. too attractive. Not sure. No, no, we got some attractive women. That's true. That's I met true. a couple in uh, Madison. Beautiful. All right. Couple others. A lot of nasties, though. Yeah, yeah, a little below the uh, belt. Yeah, a lot of yucky folks. But hey, who am I? Gross. You know. Um, any jizz. Uh-huh. So we did the show. Great show. Hell of a show. Paul Hooper killed. A bunch of people killed. I can't oh, nice. remember who was on anymore. But um, great show. Then I go shoot down to Fat Black. I had my show in the Upper East. Then I did a, the hour at the Fat Black, trying to run the album. And we're used to doing the Fat Black. It's just sold out. Yeah. But it was a quiet week. We had about 30 people there. Uh. So fucked around a little bit. I'm in the VIP room upstairs. Mm-hmm. And these d- two big clunky guys. They look like clunky. They look like the Ukrainian street toughs. Okay. Like they got, you know, they're a little bald and heavy and crazy looking. Uh-huh. And I just see them walking up the steps into the VIP lounge. Oh, area. you don't like that. So I go, maybe these guys are, maybe they're podcast guys. Mm. I don't know what they are. Maybe they work for the business. And the guy walks up and he's like, fucking Joe List. The show's going on. Oh. Diego Lopez is on stage. Fucking Joe List. What the fuck? Oh. And hey. I'm like, shh. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I hate that. And the guy's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Like that, saying sorry, the same volume. And then there's a couple of audience members over here. They're looking like, shut up. What is this? What are they, tuned up? Yeah, they're all banged up. They look like offensive linemen from like 68. Like Uh, they had a reunion. uh, Right, right. A couple of Unitas. And he comes up there and he's like, whoa, what is this? I can't believe this. And I'm going, quiet, quiet. He's like, I'm a huge fan. Love the show. Tuesdays, Mm, cunt, anal, fag. And I'm like, all right, I appreciate it, but you got to quiet. I'm like, have a seat here. And we, there's like comics hanging out there. So we got to like scurry these comics oh, away. No. And they're like, what is this? And I'm like, what the hell's going on? He's like, we told them we were here to see Joe List. They told us to come up here. Oh. And I go, what? And then I realized they just, they're just audience. Uh-huh. But they said, here to see Joe List. For right. some reason, the door people thought, no one says that. Most people say, can I get a ticket? Sure. So they said they thought they were like VIPs, so they sent him up there, and then like you know the huge door guy comes up. He's like, these are friends of yours? I was like, no, I don't know these fucking yeah, guys. Yeah, clunk their heads together. So he had to grab him and be like, I got that, that classic thing of like, we'll get you some better seats down here. It was like Don Rickles in Casino. Like, let me take care of that right, for you. Right, right. The old so switcheroo. He, he went and sat him down there, but it was like one of those things where my heart is like pounding. Oh, yeah. Because who knows? They could rape you if they love you that much. Sure, sure. And these two dudes could have pinned you down. Yeah, they were terrifying galoots. Yeah, a couple of gronks. But uh, they sat down there, and they were chirpy throughout the show, but they had a good time. You know, they were drunk. You could tell. Yeah. It was fine. But uh, fun show. That's neither here nor there, whatever. But you start to realize why these big-time acts can't hang. They can't hang out because they'll just get accosted. Yeah. I mean, they were sweet, but you could tell they would been drinking. It's an 11 p.m. show. They'd probably been drinking since sure, noon and that kind sure. of thing. But it was sweet. They were sweet. All and right. it's nice to have any fans. Yes, love a galoot. And speaking of fans and, and, and people you're not expecting to be fans, 
Went down to Mobile, Alabama, which I've never what? been to. I didn't know that. Oh, Mobile, Montgomery, places like that. Sure, Mobile phone. So I don't know anything about Mobile, Alabama, other than... Uh, is that Till? Emmett Till? Maybe. Or is that Mississippi? I think that might have been Mississippi. Oh, boy. Oxford town. Something happened in Oxford, Mississippi. That might have been a different guy. That's England. A lot of damage done by a lot of terrible people. Sure, hunky. But anyway, so I'm down in Mobile with Louie and I are doing a show along with Greg Hahn, who's oh. one of my favorite people in the wide world. Funny guy. Go watch that guy. He is a goddamn hoot and a huge Tuesday. Yeah. Praise Allah. Physically huge. Ah, big man, eh? Grief. Um, so we go to Mobile. I fly down there. And of course, you get picked up in the cab. And it's always, you hate the white driver oh yeah they got no muslims down there so there's no one there to sit quietly and drive like an animal yeah these crackers want to chat oh so chatty the lady was sweet as pie but we started talking about sarah's dad and her dad passed and she was getting weepy too Ah. she's like well you tell your wife it gets better and i'm like could you just focus on the road you can't i got we got therapists for this right right get clean on Ten and two, bitch. Yeah, she's doing this whole thing, and she's like, "You got to go here." And then you're like, "I'm here for a day." Right. And then you never want to say you're a comic, so then your lie gets all crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm meeting my friend. We're going to New Orleans, which is true. Mm-hmm. I'm meeting a friend. We're going to New Orleans. She's like, "Well, why didn't you tell your friend?" It's like so much cheaper to fly to New Orleans. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, I know, but I'm going to see Mobile for a minute. And she's yeah. like, "But I don't understand. So uh, why would you fly there?" Uh, She's like, you took two flights. You can fly direct next time. Next time, fly direct to New Orleans. And I'm like, I'm a goddamn comedian. I know. I didn't want to tell you because you want to hear a knock-knock joke. You fucking dumb cunt. I'm glad your dad's dead. There you go. <laughs> so anyways, I'm chatting with her. And she does the thing where she's she's sweet, but she gives you 48 places to try. I know. I'm here for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you're going to try Gilbert's. This guy, he clams shells. He's 72. If you go over to Funkhauser's, they got right. beer. It's two for one. It's Mardi right. Gras. We started Mar- they started Mardi Gras. That's the big thing. Oh, I didn't know that. That's original to Mobile. People kept true. telling me that. I'm like, all right, that's. I don't even give a fuck about Mardi Gras. I don't know what it is. I don't give a shit. Also, why didn't you keep it, you queefs? They Why'd we take it? I don't know what's going on. All right, it's like the N-word. We took it. Anyway, she drops me off, and this is how I know Mobile's cookie. Uh-huh. I'm like, let me go get something to eat. Uh-oh. And I'm walking around, and it's it's all bars. I don't feel like sitting in a bar. No. So then I see a Chick-fil-A, and I'm like, great. Ah. I'll grab a little chicken, you know? Easy peasy, and they're nice as pie over there. The nicest. And so Not I walk the over there. Door is locked. Mm. I look at the clock. It's 3.10 p.m. They close at 3 p.m. Wow. Every day. Bible Belt. 3 p.m. I'm like, what kind of crazy city is this? Mm. So I go, all right, no chick for gay. I walk across the crosswalk, and there's a truck. First, sorry, I'll make it quick. First, I bump into it as an African-American fella and his kid, like a little kid, and they're selling popcorn. He goes, you want to buy some popcorn? I go, I'm good. The kid puts his hands on me. He's like five. Uh. He grabs my stomach. He's like... Why don't you want to buy no popcorn? Uh, I was like, I'm, I'm all set. Thank you. And he's holding on to my shirt, Jesus. which is crazy. I'm being assaulted by a child. That's a me too. Just like your niece. Yes. So but this kid didn't write a play. I can tell you that. Give him an iPad. He's holding my shirt and he's like, what, you come off the boat? Because there's cruise ships there. Oh, I thought he was calling you a WAP or something. <laughs> no, he's like, are you off the boat? The boat? And I'm like, I'm not on a boat. I don't want anything. And then I'm worried because if someone has contact with you they can take your wallet because you're focusing on the hand on the stomach the grift so you're not it's a grift so i'm like backing up because there's a child the kid's like four i could have punted him to fucking tuscaloosa (laughs) but uh, 
I just kind of skipped by, and I'm like, that was crazy. So now I'm like, Chick-fil-A closes at 3. I got some kid touching my balls. I don't sure. know what's going on in this town. <laughs> wow. So now I'm crossing the crosswalk, and I see a big pickup truck, uh-huh. and there's two white guys in it. I just hear, I got I got my uh, headphones in, Uh-oh. or AirPods, whatever. I'm listening to music, but I hear, go there. Mm. Go there. Mm. And I take my pod out, and the guy's leaning out the truck like this, and he's, he's missing a couple of teeth, but a good-looking guy. All right. Mobile classic. And he goes, you Joe Litt. And wow. I go, what? And he goes, you Joe Litt. And I was like, Joe List? Yeah, yeah, I'm Joe List. He's like, oh, man. And he gets out of the truck, and he's like a pure Alabama guy. A yeah, good old boy. Missed a couple of teeth, and he goes, oh, man, I got chill bumps. Wow. Which I've never heard that term in my whole life. Yeah, I've you've heard, got herpes. I've heard goosebumps, goose pills, uh, pills, goose What's it called? Bumps. Goose pimple, I've heard. Oh, goose pimp, I've heard that. Yeah, we used to say goose bumps. Goose feather, goose neck. Uh-oh, oh, they're blinking, they're blinking. Oh, Hold on, everybody. Our camera's blinking. Fuck me hard. Abraham Blinken. I don't know. It just stopped again. What the fuck's up with this camera? I don't know. Where are the cameras? Oh, God. Oh, God, we got a blinking camera. Hold on. Hold on, folks. We'll be right back after these messages. Hit it again. Okay. We're back. Sorry. Right, we had to fuck in the ass real quick. Yes. That was great. Thank you. So the guy says, <laughs> Joe Leah, and he's got goose. What did I say again? Chill bumps. Chill bumps. He's got <laughs> chill bumps, this guy. And I, he goes, can I get a photo? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I listened to the show. And I couldn't believe it because I just think of our fan base, our show as like Philly, New York, yeah, yeah. LA, Chicago. a little bit, Chicago. I mean, I couldn't believe we're in the depths of hell here. Wow. And they said, Joe Litt, and uh, sweet as pie. And then he was with a young whippersnapper who looked like he was 12, but he was working. So maybe he was 13. They I don't work know. them young down there. They sure do. So he's like, Can I take a photo? And I was like, Of course. Yeah, we take a photo. And then the kid was like, Can I get a photo too? And then the guy was like, I'm, I'm shaking too bad. I can't wow. even take a photo. So we're, we're, we're growing. I've never felt wow. more growth in our show than getting recognized by a guy in Mobile. What, was, he, was he covered in grease and wearing a hard hat? I'm picturing like a blue collar, like a construction guy. I think it was some kind of electricity, maybe, ah. or some kind of construction. It was a big truck, like a working truck. That's so funny because you're this classic New England northern guy, and that you're down. It's like a fish out of dick. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a dickless fish. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was he was sweet as pie. And I felt like a million bucks. It really gives That's you a nice, beautiful boost. People were like nervous about taking a. Can I take a photo? I don't want to bother you. I'm like, are you kidding? You're making my day. You do a pretty good southern act, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, I watched a lot of Forrest Gump. Ah, uh, big yes. fish. Sure, I spoiled my pants. I love those films. But anyways. So leave there. We do the show. I meet up with uh, Louie. We had a great time. Went to some place called the Haberdash and ate, mm. and uh, it was fun. People kept coming up, and that was sweet. Meet up with Greg Hahn. Big reunited. It was great because we had that whole Europe trip that was amazing. And yeah, we have a million laughs. Then we jump in the car. We drive from after the show. We jump in the car, drive from Mobile to New Orleans at night, wow. which was fun. Was that four hour? No, it was quick. Two hours. All right. Nice and easy. And there's nothing like a car ride with all the cars. Oh, love it. Nothing better. Knuckleheads behind the wheel, just yapping and laughing and giggling. Classic rock. We're playing the tunes. Now I'll I'll get to this business that's fun. So we go down to New Orleans. We have a good time. Me and Louie and uh, Greg just walk around all day, up and down, bourbon, Frenchman, the whole thing. We're making fun of the street performers. Sure. Louie's getting recognized. We're having a great time. Any bad blood cooking? Any, uh, hey, you, you predator? 
No, I didn't notice any of that. Not I mean, good, there's good. so much predatory behavior in that city. I think that's he's the least point. of the problems. Yeah, that's true. People are jerking off out of fucking balconies. Right. A lot of degenerates out there. Certainly. So um, we do the show. And then Saturday night, well, Friday night, we do the show. Great show at the uh, Orpheum there. So cool. Great time. And I got a pop. Greg Hahn's like, you got to recognize Whoa. this guy from his podcast, and you hear like, Tuesday. Oh, I love it. Not huge, but a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nice. Greg Hahn, that fucking dodo head, brings me up. He goes, all right, without any further ado, uh, Joe List. And I go, you can't call me further. D- I'm a no. do. No, you're, you're a dude. I'm all a do. Yeah. I'm, I'm the definition of further ado. Right, right. They don't want to see me. Much ado about nothing. Exactly. So I do my set. We shit on him. I She shits on me. And then after the show, we're like, should we go out in New Orleans? And I'm like, I'm 37. I'm sober. He's, you know, Greg Hahn's 79 years old. Sure. Louis's a predator, the whole thing. Right. Predator. So we're like, we can't go out. We're pariahs. So... We just go upstairs, we start watching TV in Louie's room, he's flipping through the movies, and The Shining is available, I go, let's throw The Shining on! Yes! Because I'm a big fan of this. You throw on a movie, everyone's seen, everyone knows, uh-huh. that way you can comment and yes. joke, but it's also a great film, we're enjoying it, throw on a movie that everyone's familiar with. I like it. Either no one has to, we have to have no one familiar, or everyone's familiar. That's lunch. And... If no one's familiar, now we're all paying attention. If someone's right. talking, you're like, shut up. Exactly. But with The Shining, you can pipe in your lines. And I got one great line I've been doing for 20 years with The Shining. The scene where they're all driving up the mountain. She goes, the air's different up here. And then I say, I farted. Ah, kills. Ah, that's killer. Take it. If you're at home, watch it. Take it. Take it. It killed. Applause break. Hans clapping. He's always clapping. Yeah, he's got the clap. Yeah, Louis jerked off. It was a great time. So uh, we watched The Shining. That was beautiful. Great time. It's you know, and then you walk back to your room, and it's like we're in this huge old hotel. Uh-huh. And you just watch The Shining. So you're like, oh, it's spooky. That is kooky. Especially New Orleans is haunted. All the thing. Voodoo. So then Saturday we do the show, and the Chewbacca parade's going on. And once again, I'm like, we can go down there, but who Chewbacca? wants to do that? They had a whole Chewbacca parade. Ooh, the heat and that fur. It's your town. Yeah. Uh. So <clears throat> we go back to the hotel. As soon as the show's over, we run across the street, and Another one of my dumb gags. Whenever there's a, pl- I put it on Instagram. I've been doing it for 25 years. There's a plant around you. Do like a Kramer, ah, like you got, like you oh, got attacked sure. by the plant. Classic. And so I do that. I've been doing it all week. I do it, and I turn behind me, and there's a lady gets whipped in the face with the branch. Oh no, you whipped a lady. And I go, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And she goes, it's okay. I'm doing a bit of my own. Ah. And I'm like, what? Because she's right behind me, and yeah. we're in a group. It's me, Lynn Coplitz, Greg Hahn, Louie, and the tour manager, mm-hmm. and she's. Uh, penetrated the group. She's oh, just weird. in there. I'm like, why is this lady so close? She's like, I, I thought it was funny. I don't know. I'm sorry. This is weird. This is weird now. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's just with us in the group. So everyone's noticing her. I kind of like her. We get to the elevator where she's got these big, crazy earrings that are like stone, short hair. You can tell she's banged up. Smells like weed. It sounds like my mom. And she goes, uh, it might have been. She was young, though. Ah, uh, no. So she had an apron on. Uh-huh. We get there, and we get to the elevator, and Louie's like, let's go upstairs. Greg, come on, let's go upstairs. And she just gets on the elevator with us. What? Now, the Roosevelt has tiny elevators, so we're all crammed on there. This lady's on the elevator. She's like, this is crazy. I can't believe this. I thought it was funny, but now it's crazy. Uh-huh. And we're all looking at each other like, this is, what's going on here? Yeah. She comes up the elevator. Now, this is like two weeks in a row I've had kooky elevators. Oh, yeah. Remember Madison? That's right. So the lady's with us. And she's like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm crazy. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. We get off the elevator, and she just starts walking with us. She's still in the group. What the? Are you nervous she's like a reporter? Or maybe it's, you know, something with the with the CK. Well, she's just a kooky lady. All right. But I think she was trying to get 
get involved sexually Whoa. with Lou because we watched her run out of the theater and she scurried across the street to like join us. Wow. So we're upstairs. Like now we're in the lobby at his floor. Yeah. And we're like, okay, you got to take off now. Yeah, yeah. And luckily there was a group of us and Lynn was there. Lynn Coppola. Uh, that helps. There's a woman. Another labia around. Not just a woman, but like she could kick your ass. Brassy broad. So she's like, okay, time to go. And Louie's like, you should stop here and go back downstairs. And yeah. she's like, oh, come on. Ugh. Come on, please. Ugh. Please let me come with you guys. And she's like, it'll be fun. And then we're like, no, no, no. We kept walking. And she's like, wait. And then she's like bending down and being like, there's nothing you can do to me that would make me change my opinion of you. Literally nothing. Whoa. So she, I think she wants to be in like a fucking train gangbang thing. Sounds like it. And she's like, come on. She's like, I'm so close. Oh, my God. And then you start thinking, if this was reversed, it would be insane. Yeah, that's a female priv right there. I mean, if there was a show with three women on it and I just jumped in the elevator, I was like, come on. <laughs> you can do anything to me. Let yeah. me up here. And so we're like, you got to get out of here. And then she started to walk back to the elevator. And then we went around the corner and like, Louis like, everyone get in my room. So he like slams the door shut. Because you know those doors don't shut yeah, quickly. Yeah, we're like right. pulling it shut. And then right as it shuts, you like hear footsteps come around. So then we're like, does she know what room we're in? Am I cutting out? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Say something? Ah, uh, something is. Okay, okay, just checking. Sorry. I think you were going the whole time, but I got nervous. So then we're in the room and we're like, what the fuck was that? We're all whispering. It's kind of fun. And then at the last, once we were upstairs, I busted up my video camera, just hit record uh-huh. just in case something crazy happens. Oh, yeah. Which that was fun because everyone was like, that was good thinking. Right. Because you're like, I don't want this lady to go, oh, oh my God, everyone yeah. beat off of my tits. You know? Good point. You could lie. So I had the video camera going and, and we called security like, hey, do a sweep of the floor or whatever. Yes, believe all men. And they called up and they're like, oh, yeah, that lady's crazy. She left. But she was kind of sexy, too. Oh, she really? Had, like, leg tattoos and Ooh. the tight thing. But I think she was just banged up, drunk yeah, and high. Yeah. And then was like, wouldn't it be funny if I walk with these folks? And then right. got up there. And once you're up there, you're so close. Right. And I think also there's a million rock and roll stories of like, I went back to Bon right. Jovi's room and blew everybody. Exactly. Well, she gave it a, a college anal. You got to give her that. Yeah, she really tried. But... um then you have that thing of like, if I was single and younger, I'd be like, you guys go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why don't, you, why don't you settle for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. You could see my room. It would have been right. one of those things, but, you and know. And then she would have been like, well, it's the next best thing to, to the seek. Sure. You yeah. might argue better. What Shirt's off. I think I got them licked. And a little younger. Yep, you got that right. And less, uh, you know, uh, Controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Richard. Um, Cosby's. Uh, um, but anyways, that's uh, that's the end of that tale, and I got some other bullshit for another time. All right, Give wow. Me some L.A. Hit me, uh, oh, suck L- my L.A. LA dick. Was a, was a whirlwind. I'll I'll, I'll zip through this uh, zipper head here. Uh, so we'll cut that up. <laughs> Keep it. All right. So uh, I jump around. I go from pod to pod. I do. You know, M- M- um, Ramin. Ramin. Uh, I'm gonna fuck his last name up, but he's. Uh, I don't think I know Ramin. He's a. Something. He's a brown guy, but I, I knew him back in the days from Texas or Atlanta. Great guy. Did his pod in Silver Lake. These L.A. guys, L.A. people, I'm not saying the comics are, everybody there doesn't know what they have. Like, I did his podcast. It's in Silver Lake. He's got this beautiful view overlooking the Hollywood Hills and all this shit. He's got a cat walking around. It's a beautiful apartment. Nobody cares. They got sunshine every day. He's got these in that windy, you know, that windy canyony area. Oh sure, Laurel Canyon. Something, one of those can. It's just beautiful. I park, I park my car. I'm like, this is enough. This is where you live. He's like, yeah, I've been here two years. Found on Craigslist. I'm like, this is amazing. I love LA. Nobody knows what they have there. Just lush trees, everything. And uh, I do that, and then I go do a meeting at Fox. 
Fox lot is beautiful. There's girls with their shoes off on the picnic tables drinking iced teas. You're like, this is your job. Oh, yeah, I was in there once. It's wild. It's wild. This beautiful day out. Nobody cares. And I don't know. I just get so bitter. You know, I'm just looking at the New York weather map. It's fucking hail and rape and all this shit. So, whatever. Go to a meeting at Fox. Nobody cares. I pitch him this, pitch him that. They all hate. I'm trying to pitch the Enos show. Enos. Enos by uh, Tranny Nanny. Oh, from childhood. I see. There's so much there, but everybody's like, well, we don't want to step on any trans toes, and I'm gay, and we're naked, and all that, so whatever. Leave there. Go meet Salacuse at a Starbucks. Matt Salacuse is in town. He's trying to pitch the show with me. So we go to Starbucks in Beverly Hills. We're walking around. I'm like, I got three hours to kill for my show tonight. So he goes, let's go check out the, the Hollywood Hilton. I go, yeah, you know, I've never been there. That's where they do the Golden Globes. It's all, you know, Sinatra, all kinds of history there. All the people got killed there, and I'm sure Jack Nicholson, you know, anally raped someone there, whatever. He did fuck some teens, by the way. There you go. That's under the radar. Ah. No one cares. Gadar. So. We really pick and choose around here. I agree. There's no guidelines with the rape. Sure. I've said rape like 17 times in the last minute. I got to cool it. Yeah. All right. It's fine. (laughs) You have my permission. Thank you. Consent. So we go to the Hollywood Hilton. Beaut- no, Beverly Hills Hilton. Ah. I- Sorry, what did I say? The Beverly Hills Hotel? It's a Hilton. Is it a Hilton? Maybe it is the Beverly Hills Hotel. Wherever the Golden Globes are. I don't know anything about the Golden oh, Globes. Oh, they, they do that a lot of right, right? they do a lot of things there. Because there's that iconic Beverly Hills Hotel with the sign, but there's no awards there. Oh, I think Belushi lived there or something like that. Yeah, I think that was it. I don't know. Maybe what's what. I'm gamble. A nice hotel. Twisted. Yeah, but it's Beverly Hills. It's the one in in the hills. Beverly. Okay. So we go there, and there's a big uh, fundraiser gala thing going on. And this is Salacuse for you. I was like, oh, look at that. There's a live band, open bar. Everybody's in tuxedo and suit and tie. And he goes, let's just see what it's all about. I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm wearing jeans. And the, the, the hotel I hate won't even let me in the lobby. They're not going to let me in the bar. And he goes, yeah, let's try it. So we just walk in. And he said, like, hey, if you got white privilege, you got to use it, whatever. I'm like, all right, great. Now we're drinking uh, champagne coolies, watching the band. And now we got a, a, a plate going around. We just grab some uh, pigs wow. in a blanket, some cheese balls. We're in the Hilton, baby. We're, I'm looking at the pool. There's a beautiful women there swimming. It's a live bed. We just just walk right into it. That's nice. Well, did I tell you the theory that I had this happen? This almost this very similar thing happened with Dave Walsh explained it to me so well. Where we went to, I think the same hotel, mm-hmm. the Beverly Hills Hotel, whatever. Yeah. And I was wearing jeans. I'm like, I can't go in there. We were going to go to the bar. This is like ten years ago. I'm like, look at me. I'm, I got holes in my pants. Sure. And Dave Walsh changed my whole complexion of uh, Beverly Hills where he's like there's no class in this city ah. he's like there's no old money here like in New York there's like an upper echelon ah. people that are like the Vanderbilts and shit yes but in LA the city is built on show business right so they see you they think you produce jackass or whatever oh that's good so in LA you could just walk around with flip flop because look at Jonah Hill he's dressed like right. a slub right he looks like hell yeah the uh, nuts are running the asylum or whatever. like Johnny Knoxville is a player there right and he, he's an inbred redneck it's a it's a classless town I, I like it that's big it's big it, it changes everything you and, can wear whatever you want in a way this is actually you you're more chance of being joaquin phoenix than you are if you're in a tuxedo exactly in la you walk into park avenue they'll fucking shoot us in the back of the head and right. bury us right right they got you know gloria vanderbilt and fucking uh, uh whoever the other guy JP was morgan bloomberg maybe yeah, Charles yeah Schwab. some jew 
Either way, we have a great day. We get a nice buzz going. I do a show that night at the Hot Tub, the Virgil. Such a great show. You know, Kurt and Kristen run it. Saw Andy Haynes and Beth Stelling and just yucking it up with the with the locals. Great time. Go out, get too drunk, whatever. Wake up next day, go do Rogan. Uh, man, it's just a, it's a whirlwind over there. And I felt more comfortable and topsy-turvy. He's, he's going through so much with his Bernie Warren stuff. Oh, it's right. the first time I've ever seen him. Like, I walk in, he's playing pool. I go, hey, Joe, Joe. And he's like, can you believe this shit? And he's like, uh, like he's, he's mad about it. Oh, boy. This is the first time I've seen him worked up. And then he just went right into it on the pod. And we had a great time. But, uh. He's having some 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 shit going on. He's in a whirlwind now. This time, when you're heading over there, you're just going, "Hey, here we go. Got to do a nice show." Yeah, yeah, that's but nice. It's nice, but it's also like you could ruin your life. You could fuck everything up. I so know. there's that part too, where you're driving. Yeah, it's but like he said, you can't let it in your head. You can't. Twenty million people listening. You got to act like no one's listening and be yourself and all that, which is easier said than gay. But either way, it was a good good app. Go check it out. I pump our pod and all that stuff. And uh, we should be growing. I-, I was on it at one point going like, this is good. We have a lot of good things to talk about. You have a lot of good things. Just this this phone chat we had was big. I keep feeling that way, too. I'm like, I think this thing's happening. I think I this know. is good stuff. Well, we got Redneck Johnson and Mobile chatting about it. So maybe maybe we're gay. Yeah, but every second I'm like, we're done. I'm gonna, uh, I, I said too many things. Same, the Cosby, same. the Louie, the whole thing. We're fucked. I did just, just did Jeff uh, Foxworthy's podcast, and I was like, I walked away going, oh, I made too many uh, anal jokes, and he probably hates me. Yeah, we got it coming to us, but we'll have fun till then. Yeah, we're living it up. So then I go, I leave there. He goes, you got to meet my guy friend, uh, Matt Farah. Uh, he's a car guy because he thinks I'm this big car guy. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So I text this guy. He goes, you want to meet me tomorrow? We'll drive around in my Lamborghini Countach wow. uh, all over Malibu. And I go, yeah, sure. So I meet this guy in Venice. Coolest dude ever. Just bald guy. Lives right on the beach. Right on there. I took photos of it. And we go down to his uh, basement garage. He whips a cover off. It's this beautiful Lamborghini red from like out of a Eddie Murphy movie in the in the eighties. Who is he? He's a he's like a he's a car show on YouTube. He was the first guy on YouTube with a car show. No kidding. And he just made it. He just blew up, made millions of bucks. He's friends with Jerry and Leno and all these car dudes. Wow. And he just has cars and talks about them and he reviews them. And he's like, hop in. We get into this old Lambo and we're just trucking along. We get up on the PCH. He guns that bitch, and we are whipping around. He showed me all where the fires were and everything. And he goes, let's get lunch. I go, all right. We stop at lunch. It's this little shop. Same place where Jerry and Michael Richards eat on that episode. What? That place. Oh, it's the best episode ever. I know. I know. We got sandwiches. He's like, that's the van Jerry used. That's This is the guy wow. they talked to. I was like, oh, my God. It's all coming together. Oh, that episode is Primo. Un- unbelievable. That was all in Malibu. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's like the, my favorite thing ever. I was just saying, I'm like, I'm on my deathbed, I'll watch the Michael Richards Comedians in Cars. Beautiful. We talked about that a ton. That guy loves Jerry. He's like, I can't believe I know Jerry. I'm like, that's how I feel, you know? And he's driving me around the mountains in Malibu, and he goes, these were all homes. It's just cement slabs. It's wow. crazy. You forget all with, with the Australia fires. You forgot about these Jews. Yep. So uh, then we're driving even higher up, and he goes, you see that mountain right there? I go, yeah. He goes, that's where Kobe hit. You're like, whoa, it what? all came. Yeah, you hit a mountain in Malibu. Wow. I yeah. thought it was in fucking Calabasas or something. Or maybe that's where they were going. Yeah, I think they were going to Cal. I got you. Either way, that's the mountain. I saw you could see the little splat from Jesus from the, the Hello Cop. And uh, the, yeah, the whole thing was full circle. Then I leave there, get back in my shitty Nissan Sentra rental, 
Drive straight straight to Theo Vaughn's thing. Wow! And we do a pod, and it was great. It was magic. We just I've I've known the guy fifteen years. He blew up. I blew you. We're all over the place, <laughs> and we just do this pod. It all came out, and you know I haven't seen you in so long, and it's crazy. You've done this, and I remember when you sucked, and I used to be a douche, and that da. And so that was great. Then I get out of there, get drunk, go meet some friends, wake up. I'm gonna wrap this up here because uh, I got two more big ones. All right. Wake up. Today, I have to, on this day, it's Thursday, I got La Jolla Comedy Store that night. Sure. La Jolla is about three hours away. It's the, kind of the Beverly Hills of San Diego. Right. So, I'm taking the, the, the car, like the Starliner. It's the Amtrak. It goes straight from LA to Sandy. Wow. And it's a beautiful ride. It goes straight to San Clemente. You follow the Pacific Ocean the whole way. It's oh unbelievable. Oh, God. Glorious. So, I got a 115 train. Now, I got to do Ryan Sickler's podcast Fill the car up with gas, return it, get to the train station. Okay. Not too bad. I get drunk, of course. I oversleep. I wake up. No no wake-up call guy. He, he he snoozed on me. Hey, fuck you. I guess he hit the snooze. <laughs> but uh, Your genitals I, are still aligned. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up. I go, ah! So I'm so drunk still and all fucked up that I, I run downstairs in, in this hotel. I got jeans on. I go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I jump in my car. I, I wheel out the garage. I run over a guy on a bird scooter. You run over a scooter I guy. ran over, you know those bird scooter cunts? It's vaguely. You know those little scooters they leave all over the sidewalk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know those ones. I, I hit a guy. What do you mean you hit you hit him? Well, I'm coming out of the garage and it's a sidewalk and the traffic is coming from my right, so I'm looking right, like all right, I gotta see him. and I don't look left. He's coming left on the sidewalk. Crunch. Jesus. I couldn't believe it. I jump out of my car, go, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It, the, apparently the guy just flew onto my hood and I crunk I crunched that scooter to hell and back. Oh my god, he's like Mr. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be saying this on the video? What if he I comes know. back and sues you? I know. Well, I talked to the guy. Like He was cool. He, oh, then he won't sue you then. Well, I hit the right guy because uh, he was like a squirrely dude. He was like, you okay? I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. What, what, don't worry about me. And he's like, that's the car. My car's good. He was like, he was worried about me. He was like looking in a mirror. Wow. Yeah, because he was worried about me. guy. <laughs> well, thanks. But uh, yeah, he was. Uh, so did he hit you or you hit him? I ran over the f- the front half of the scooter. The scooter was under the car, basically. Oh my and God. he jumped onto the hood, luckily. Jesus. Yeah, so he I could have killed the guy. And I look over to my left. There's like a bunch of Asian women going, like holding their mouths with the, the surgical mask on. They had the coronavirus. So did you hit, like, lock up the brakes when he had this? I did. Did he I skid did. forward on it? No, I, yeah, a little bit. I probably went a foot of skid. But I. I was going two seconds, two miles an hour because I was coming out of a, a parking lot sure. into a street, so I wasn't going that fast. But if I was going five, I would have killed the guy. Oh, my God. I know. I'm, I'm nervous about saying this. I'm sorry, sir. Please don't sue me. Uh, my name's uh, Ari Shafir. So uh, I go, oh, my God. I went, once you're doing it, you're hungover. You, you almost killed a guy. I'm late. I'm just like too much is happening. I'm, I'm spiraling out. You know, I'm, in, I'm at the red light going, God, get your act together. Why'd you have to drink so much? You had shit to do. You still got to get to La Jolla today. You get, get, grow up, you loser, you know? And then, so I go, all right, just drop the car off. So I, I fill the car up with gas. I'm hungover. I fucking put the nozzle back. I go back, and I drop the car off. I don't realize the car drop-off is at Amtrak. So I'm like, huh, I just dropped the car off. I have to be at this Amtrak station, but I still got to go do the pod. So now I don't have a car. I just dropped it off. Uh, I'm at the Amtrak station, but I still got to go do this pod in Reseda. Living in Reseda. So I checked the Uber. 
It's a 30-minute drive. It's a $60 or no, it's like a $40 Uber. Oh, my God. And I'm like, God, I had the car. I just lost the car to drop it off. I'm such an idiot. I did it all backwards. Oh, boy. But I got to get to the pod. So I Uber there. That's 40 bucks. Do the pod. I'm a half hour late because the Uber takes forever. Then I do the pod. He goes, you're not going to make it. Like Josh Potter was in the in the back room. He goes, hey, you're not going to make it. You got a 115 train. The traffic is ridiculous. So I have to Uber back in traffic. I missed the train. Oh. I have to take the later train, which leaves at 3. I get to the, to the place at 6.30. Then you still got to get to the condo, shower, change for the show at 7.30. Oh, my God. You should have just kept the car and drove to La Jolla. I know, I know. I should have kept the car and drove to the pod, too, but I just blew it because of the, the. I couldn't think with the hangover. I ran over a dude, the Asian women, Corona. Uh, it was a mess. Mm. So that's a good little PSA on not boozing. But I'll save La Jolla because this was magic. What save a magical La Jolla. weekend. We'll do another one maybe this week or something. Yeah, I'm here all week doing Gotham. We'll figure it out. Ah, I leave Thursday. Ah, well, maybe Wednesday. Either way. Either way. It was a great. Great L.A. run. Check out all those pods. You're on Sickler coming up this week, I believe. That's uh, out now. Oh, yeah. it's out. If they're hearing it, it's out. What's it called? What's that pod called? Honeydew. Honeydew. Great pod. Big pod. It's on YouTube. Everything's going to be on YouTube. <laughs> you got that right. I hate the YouTube. Yeah, you got to have it. YouTube is just taking over. Yeah, well, it's number one. It is number one. All right. Yeah, so uh, we're on YouTube. If you don't know, check us out. Love YouTube. You're on the road. Where are you going to be there, fat man? Uh, uh, I don't even know what fucking day it is, month it is. Right now, as you're listening, I'm on the uh, Impractical Jokers cruise. I hope Ooh, I'm not dead or drowning or whatever. on the high seas, probably in like Mazatlan or some shit. Yeah, so I'm in uh, Ann Arbor, February 27th through 29th, Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase. Come out to that, because we had some negotiation issues, so I'm hoping to sell some tickets. Killer uh, club. Love that club. And then uh, March 5th through the 7th, Hyenas yeah. in Plano. We're going to the Dallas Stars game. That'll be exciting. Uh, nice. Comics Roadhouse. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Comics Roadhouse, March 12th through the 14th. Connecticut. Come out to that. Then I'll be in L.A. I'm doing the uh, Belly Room. Those tickets are on sale Ooh, now. It's a small room. Hopefully it'll sell out. Who knows? That'll sell out. March 16th, the Comedy Store. Tommy Jonathan's going to do a set on that. That's going to be fun. And then, of course, uh, Skank Fest Vegas. We're going to be in Vegas March 30th through April yeah. 3rd. I'll be there the 4th. Um, and then uh, Worcester, the woo ha uh, Patriots Day weekend, April 20th, 17th and 18th. And then Moon Tower, of course. And you can go check out my new podcast called uh, Mindful Metal Jacket. That's out right now. Go give it a fucking review. Listen to it. Yes. Write something nice, for God's sakes. And uh, I guess I'll get it on YouTube. Everything's YouTube. I got 20 messages day one. Why isn't it on YouTube? Because it's a fucking radio show. Hire some queen. They got cameras over there. Hire some douche to do it. He'll put it up. And I do it in my bedroom. Oh, I thought I you were doing buy- it over there. But maybe we'll do audio only on YouTube. But go. F- how about you fucking listen to it on the show? Yeah, yeah. Listen yeah. to it on the Laughable app. We got the Laughable app. Go use that. Download that. Stick it in your ass. And the Patreon has the first 174 episodes yes. of this show yes. and every live episode. Oh, those lives are big. And a shitload of bonuses. Tons of queefs. We're about to record one right now. There's so many uh, queefs of just one of us with a friend on the road. I just did some with Greg Hahn. And then there's a bunch with just the two of us doing 10, 20, 30 minutes taking your questions. Yes. So uh, get on the Patreon. It's fucking $3, which is the well, most idiotic price we're idiots <laughs> you can take see, advantage you can give more if you want but uh the minimum's three yeah give more for god's sakes All uh right. i'm in, i'm in uh st louis this weekend at helium comedy club then comedy castle in royal oak then i'm in honolulu for the aloha Ooh. comedy fest that's gonna be nutty 
Uh, Zany's in Nashville. Let's let's get some people out to that. Laughing Skull in Atlanta. Uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut Stress Factory. Uh, we're on uh, Moon Tower. We're in Vegas. And uh, what's that? Uh, Stress Factory in New Jersey. Uh, but Funny Bone Des Moines, Tempe Improv, Zanies in Chicago, Laugh Stop in Calgary, Tempe Improv, Helium in Philly, and a bunch of other stuff coming later in the year. Boston, Utah, you name it. So yeah, tell a friend, go gay. We went long. That was my fault. We'll see you in hell. Praise Allah. Blow your dad and eat out your sister. <laughs>